Hello, 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 and welcome back to Unexcused Absences, the podcast dedicated to the little unexcused absences in your life, the daydreams. And today we have a very special episode. Ain't that right, Gil? Absolutely right. Because we have a marvelous guest, our first guest on the show, and our first woman guest on the show, Miss Laura Acosta. Laura, how are you? How are you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm gonna be sniffing a little bit. Well, we're we're happy that you're here, and thank you for joining us on this. Thank podcast, you for having me on this adventure. Um, I feel very very honored to be the first. We're first honored. woman, first guest, yeah. first international guest, yes. first <laughs> first everything that uh, we haven't already done. Maybe give a little a bit of your background. Yeah, um, my name is Laura Acosta. I am 21. I go to Wake Forest University. I'm a junior. Um, I study philosophy and communications, um, and I was born in Honduras, and now I live in San Jose, Costa Rica. Or awesome. at least until I graduate. Wait. Yeah, philosophy major. I didn't know that. So yeah. this is gonna be a good conversation. <laughs> and this is the first question that we have for this episode. And it's it's gonna be explicit. Let me warn you guys right now. Um, this episode going forward. We have to take advantage of the fact that we have a, a girl. Guest. Yeah, we need a female mind. We need mind. a picker brain. We yeah. need a female mind uh, for in every aspect of life. Um, but the question is. In today's society, I want to say it is not frowned upon if a guy goes around and gets with a lot of girls. Um, they're like, hey, good job, buckaroo, you going out there. <laughs> what not? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't see anyone going around, good job, buckaroo, but like, they're, not, they're not praised, but it's like, oh, damn, this guy is he's, he's a stallion. He's, yeah. he's getting with any he's girl a, he wants. A stud, where yeah. if a girl goes around and sleeps with a lot of guys... They're seen as a quote-unquote slut or a whore in the most demeaning term possible. So I was wondering if I can ask both of you guys, pick your brains of why do you think that is? Yeah, I think obviously that's something that's, you know, existed the entire time that we've been here. You yeah. know, I think the stigma around women having sexual like like desires and inclinations has always been something that has been shamed yeah. but there's a lot of reasons probably with why that stigma lives on and i think it has to do a little bit with like uh like misinformation going into like bio biologically the myth that women's vaginas like deteriorate the more that they have mm -hmm. sex for mm -hmm. example or but, you know, also socially, like, becoming damaged goods, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of today's society sort of has been grown from the past of that purity thing. A lot of religious things where if mm -hmm. a woman sleeps around in the past in religion, they're seen as damaged goods. And it's sort of like that. So it could contribute to what's going on now. But do you think it's, it's changing? The climate is changing at all? Um, as more women are coming forward and they're coming and doing amazing things and empowering themselves in the society right now. Do you think that's changing at all? I think it is. I think um, <laughs> we were talking with my friend Ana Paula the other day. We were saying, I love that women have become like this, you know, they feel empowered by being able to, you know, 
make out with a guy and then say, okay, I'm not interested in you yeah, anymore. Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> actually, you know, this was worse than I expected. Yeah. No, would not recommend to a friend. You yeah. can go and leave now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but in doing that and in becoming that more sexually, like, um, forward, mm-hmm. which is something that was usually obviously discouraged, uh, I think men have kind of, you know, decided like, oh, I c- we can get away with not dating girls anymore. Yeah. Um, so it kind of sucks because you're here like, oh, you know, I want to be that person yeah. that's super driven and super um, forward and ask guys on dates and, you know, ha- wants to enjoy sex as much as guys enjoy sex, you yeah. know? And it's kind of sucks that at the same time, it's always going to be followed with the question of, if I do that, am I still going to be seen as worthy enough of... Uh, you know, of that good for you that you did that, you know? Yeah. Is it going to always be just good for you that I did that? Or in the back of their heads, are people going to be saying like, oh, you know, but she probably got like a bunch of STDs in them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I um, mean, I think we're under a mi- microscope because we're in school. We're at a college or university where more likely than not, you're going to run into people you know on campus every day. Um, so it's, people are, are just like in each other's business a lot more. Yeah. And like if you go to, like if you just graduate and go into the real world, your private life or like what you do outside of work doesn't follow you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where there there isn't as much slut shaming because people don't know. And I mean, I just feel like it sucks that that's the stigma in undergrad that if you get with a lot of people, uh, you're shamed for it but I don't think it's as prevalent in the working world. I saw on Twitter the other day, a grandpa got Twitter for the first time and he <laughs> was following a bunch of like Playboy bunnies and stuff. <laughs> and he was saying, wow, you know, in, back in my day, I would have to take on a girl on like 20 dates before I could see her in her underwear. And I could just open up Twitter and do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think that's good though, that you get to see that. Yeah. I think, you know, it, yeah. If you think about like where we came from to where we are now, it's definitely been progressive in terms of what's accepted or just like what people care about Mm -hmm. um so in terms like maybe it's just taking a longer time for people to accept the fact that you know women are more free in their choices and they're not as guided by social norms yeah or like old social norms so they're like people are just respecting the fact like oh you're living your own life where you know maybe 20 years ago that was frowned upon but now it's it's becoming more and more accepted. Yeah, I think the female body has kind of always been this, you know, put up in a pedestal and, mm, yeah. you know, kind of hidden and, you know, you're not supposed to really look at it or, yeah. you know, it's something taboo in a way. Yeah. And the fact that now you can open your phone and look through Twitter and see women just you know they're like just naked, your body really. yeah you like can see naked women yeah like just yeah. like you know if i want to not shave my armpit and i take a picture you know i'm like feeling good in front of the mirror or yeah, whatever you, you, you happen do. to yeah that seeing that while you know it can be labeled as oh you know she's a slut because she took that picture in doing that that's how you're you know bringing bringing the female body down from that pedestal mm-hmm. making it as normal as normal as men's bodies yeah you know, when, like making it as normal that girls fart and poop as the guys <laughs> like do guys too. Fart and poop, yeah. yeah, that's 
it's important to understand that in order, you know, if we really want to, if we're really being feminists, <laughs> we have no to way. do that. I, yeah. Yeah. I do think it's important. To, well, when we were talking about um, women l being seen as less uh, pure or mm -hmm. valuable after being with all these men, mm -hmm. I do think it's very important to ask why women are seen as less valuable after they have been touched by a man. Okay. I, you know... You know, people forget that part of the question. What, yeah. is, what is it that happened that is so impure? I think, if having yeah. sex is something, you know, I feel like, you know, sex is a natural, like, thing mm -hmm. of life. Yeah. And if so-and-so is entitled to do it, as in Billy from Frat, so-and-so that goes to Wake Forest, mm -hmm. so should Sarah that goes to so-and-so sorority, you know? Yeah. And I think that's uh, a really, really good point. Um, I was just reading a book actually about how we always we think of sex as this act, and it's so goal based, um, where it should be pleasure based. It should be both the person, whoever it is, male and male, female and female, mm -hmm. girl and guy, that are. It should just be them enjoying themselves for who they are and they should be enjoying the pleasure of it mm -hmm. rather than something like sort of like an act mm -hmm. like it and I think going to uh, why are they seeing on pure I think in all society there is no doubt whatsoever mm -hmm. guys have been in control of everything which is a bad thing and now women are coming into control more and more as we see in the uh, in news and whatnot mm -hmm. but I think in the bed if a girl has control over a guy they're sort of like oh shit it's like disgracing my masculinity but i prefer when a girl takes control i think it's unbelievable <laughs> when a girl takes control but i think there's a lot of guys i don't know if it's self-consciousness because i used to be the way of like i want to be in control and i want all this but now i sort of lean back and have like the self-awareness of like oh no a girl needs to be in control in that way because it's an act between two things, if we're talking about sex. And I, have you seen that um, Sex Explained TV show on Netflix? I've, I've seen trailers, I've I haven't watched yes, it yet. I've seen when it passes by, it goes yeah, straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's previewed? Yeah. You should watch it. It's, there's, they bring up this thing in one of the episodes where when you go on a date as a heterosexual couple, there's already, there's already all this stigma as to how the date is supposed to go. Mm. Even if you do end up in the bedroom, what is supposed to happen and whether that is depicted by porn, by what you listen to the mm -hmm. radio, by what you hear in music, whatever. Whereas, you know, the reason why gay couples, like, you know, find this joy when they first start their relationship is because they don't have that stigma. They don't have this, what is supposed to happen and play out, you know, or the next steps that they're supposed to follow. So they have to have these com these conversations of what pleasure is for them mm -hmm. in order to get there. And so that's why what you're mentioning with the goal thing, for them, from the very beginning, they're having this conversation of, I want to pleasure you. Yeah. So the goal from the very beginning is different. Whereas in a heteros, when, you know, if you're a guy and a girl are kind of just like, oh, let's follow this plan. And if it doesn't work out, then that's like what a, went wrong. It's like know? a subconscious plan where it's like, oh, it's just like, this is how it's been done, mm -hmm. and this is how it's going to get done. Or, like, it, you're just going to follow a path that subconsciously where it's, it was just conditioned through your, your own life experiences yeah, and what you've seen. Yeah, through media, really, a lot. Yeah, of a lot of it is just movies, TV, and stuff like that, where it's just 
conditions your mind to follow this path, this like social yeah. norm path. And on top of that, you guys aren't encouraged to talk about what you're thinking or what you're feeling, which is something that, you know, I'm going to go ahead and ask all the viewer listeners yeah. <laughs> to do. Please talk about what's going through your head. Because I feel like relationships or whatever it is that you're doing with anybody ever is going to go so much better if you're actually telling them what yeah. you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, it sucks that the society today doesn't allow men, doesn't give men the room to really express themselves with it the way that they do. Like we were talking in my screenwriting class about Moonlight and about how this was really one of, the, yeah, one of the only movies where black gay men had room to be. Mm -hmm. you know, to see themselves on the mm -hmm. screen. So it's, it's important to, to talk about that. Everything, everything is, everything is connected, right? Yeah. Wow. You should be like a, a sex therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll cut right now. We'll take a little break and then we'll get back to you uh, for the next segment. Um, okay, it's recording. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back to the next segment of Unexcused Absences. We did not have dirty laundry today. It was a special occasion because we have a special we have guest. A special guest. Mm, thank you. Miss. <laughs> <I'm> so special. <laughs> uh, let's get into the next. All right. The next topic, yeah. So right? I'm gonna pose the next question. I recently talked to my my friend from home, and I asked her this question about like the concept of Eskimo bros and why it's not as prevalent for girls. Um, just in the sense of if you get with a girl, uh, nothing happens after that, you just get with her. Uh, it's not weird if I encourage, let's say Pat, to get with this same girl. But I asked my friend this question and she said that it's just not the same between women. And I, I kind of want to know a little bit more about why. Like, it's mm -hmm. kind of frowned upon, she said, but mm -hmm. I don't understand. No, it, it makes sense. Uh, she's right, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, there. I think probably almost everybody up until now has thought that, you know, you shouldn't get involved with, you know, the, <laughs> there's this... Sorry, I just thought of the scene in Mean Girls where one of the girls go, it's like basically the rules of feminism. You're not no, supposed to that, hook yeah, up exactly. with... That you're not supposed to hook up with, you know, a guy but that your friend yeah, has been with. It's not a thing for guys. And I think it has to do with what we were talking about earlier, that, mm -hmm. um, you know, women are supposed to be pure, so if you're kind of involved with a guy that she has been with, it's kind of like, I don't know, like like opening up wounds for her maybe, you know? Okay. Um, however, I do think that it has kind of changed because... And I, I think it depends on the group of girls that you're talking to because I, like, I have, my friends have encouraged me to, like, have a thing with a guy that they might have been interested at. But, so they have been interested but haven't... No, like, something has happened. Out. Oh, something has yeah, happened. Yeah, okay. between them. I, you know, I just don't want to divulge yeah, anybody else's information no, no, no. on a podcast, but... Um, Give me names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they were, and they were really chill about it, and... It, it it was a you know there's we're all pretty close and it wasn't weird and it still hasn't been weird um but i don't think it's like the rule with every girl you know it's right. not something that i would yeah. assume is fine mm -hmm. i i know that this is fine because i'm so close to these girls right. 
um, and we kind of have similar points of view and, you know, socially, like, you know, kind of like romantically, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it does depend on one, how long that fling was and two, how did it end? Because that definitely, because you mentioned like opening up wounds. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like, oh, if you were to hook up with a a guy that your friend was also hooking up with before, like you're never, Mm -hmm. you know, meshing timelines, but it's more of an insult to your friend than it is anything else, right? Well, if, if, yeah, it can, I think it can be seen like that, but I don't think that it should be automatically seen as an insult to her, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if she, if, if, you know, if she was really hurt and how it, it was like, she was like, oh, he did me wrong or whatever. And if she really trusts me and already assumes of me that I won't pursue something with this guy, then it would be a very, you know, mean thing to go behind him, right? To persuade him or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I am, again, fan of communication. If I bring it up with her and I say, hey, I know that you had a thing with this guy, but is it okay? Mm -hmm. You know, I've had flirty vibes with him. Is it okay? if, If anything would were to happen, would you? you'd be upset. And she said no. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm letting you know now that something might happen. But that could be <laughs> that could be not trying to like be intrusive of your own emotions and of your love life. If, like if a friend came up to me, he's like, hey, can I get with her if I got with a girl for like two months and mm-hmm. I really did like her and she ended things with me, I'd say, yeah, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. You would say I, do I, it just because it's like... It's a friend and like yeah. I have mm-hmm. to be mature about it and be like, yeah, you can go go with her. Mm-hmm. But also like a part of me is like, no, I don't want you to do that mm-hmm. because then that looks shitty on me in a way. I was like, oh, I wasn't able to like get this girl, but my friend now can. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the optics. Like, oh, who mm-hmm. am I to say? No, you can't. It's, exactly. It's like uh, we weren't dating. We weren't, I mean, sure, we had a thing for maybe a couple months, but we're not dating anymore. Like, why are you being so territorial about yeah right like i shouldn't be territorial right exactly but it happens i mean it happens everyone and also i think i mean it's not even about length you can have a really really powerful relationship with someone for a week two weeks definitely like completely um but i want to pick your all's brain of what do you think the grace period is (laughs) between um if you did end someone with something, or they ended it with you, what do you think the grace period is that you can let your friend um, get with the person that you're with? I, I, I think it depends on how you feel after things have ended. Mm-hmm. Let me because, give you a scenario. Let me give mm-hmm. you a scenario. Okay. So this guy, cool guy, great looking guy, <laughs> great topics, over six foot. <laughs> it has man. to be over six Just foot. Just think of Shawn Mendes. Think of Shawn Mendes. Oh We're big God. fans of Shawn Mendes. Yeah. On this show. <laughs> um, ends things with you really cordially, uh, and you were a little hurt about it. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, cordially. Let's say, let's say he cordially. didn't. Let's say he didn't hurt you, but it was just a mutual agreement to end things. Oh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like timing or. And we weren't dating, right? We were what, like just. You're trying just to I guess there wasn't a, a okay. label on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the. What's the lead time? Not lead time, but grace period. <laughs> you just yeah. said lead time. Lead time. I, don't, I guess it's on my mind right now. No, but what's the grace period between when you finish things off and Le- first, first, like, oh, your friend comes up to you and says, hey, I'm really attracted to your guy. Of course. 
Everybody's attracted to Shawn Mendes. Right, okay, but Shawn Mendes asked. No okay. one's no one's Shawn Mendes. <laughs> like what like how long is it until it's appropriate? I think I mean you know, I want my I would want my friend to be happy, you know. So mm-hmm. I think um if I knew that I was gonna you know that I was hurt, but I, that I was feeling better and that it, this wasn't going to bother me, I would encourage her because, mm-hmm. you know, I want good things for her too. Right. And especially if this guy was so cordial and, you know, and Very was... Gentleman. Exactly. And and I know that I can still trust him, then I would go, say, go ahead and go for mm-hmm. it, you know? However, if, if it was somebody that did, you know, a mean person right, right, that right. hurt me and, you know, did something, you know, probably not as good... I wouldn't uh, tell her to go do it because then I would say, yeah. listen, you know, I'm still kind of hurting from it. And yeah. I also think that he might do the same thing to yeah, you too. Yeah, sure. It's a great point. Um, yeah, great point. However, you know, I don't want it to stand in front of our friendship, in the middle of our friendship, because that's the dumbest thing, yeah. the dumbest outcome. Yeah. So you should still do whatever you want to do. I, I feel like you're being too nice where... Well, it's it's the girl's <laughs> fault. Oh, you're gonna let this jeopardize our friendship. Like, oh, you're not like as good of a friend as I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, if she was actually this inclined to pursue this guy who like hurt you, mm-hmm. and you're still you're still feeling it. Like, it's on. Like, that's well, just mean of the girl. I, I yeah. Right? I mean, maybe nice maybe if this were two weeks after I had been really mm-hmm. hurt, okay. then I would be like, okay, yeah, this is a very. But if it, if we're talking, you know, right. this happened. I, at the end of last year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, you know, right. also because people have to make their own mistakes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get in anybody's business. I just yeah. have to vibe, dude. Stay in your lane. Um, <laughs> curveball question. Does the grace period automatically end if you find someone else? And, like, you start Oh, dating? that's a great question. That, ooh. <laughs> Does it, or do you still have Listen, claim, claim? I... <laughs> um... I've the last person that I did it was in high school, dude. That was a. I feel like I'm not equipped to answer well, this. Let's just say like a, a fling um, that you had, but you have a new fling. I maybe maybe it's over. I would say so. You would say like um, if no matter if the you time. believe in monogamy. Yeah. You know, okay. some people don't. Yeah, of course. I think I, from my perspective, me personally, I would sort of be like, oh, if I, if I'm. Getting with another girl, if I started things with another girl, I'm not still going to be caught up on this one. Right. right? You, exactly. Like, you also, you can't claim both. It's, like, kind of self yeah, <laughs> I mean, as rudimentary as that sounds, claiming a girl, um, but it's, like... No, you can't, you, though. You can't. Yeah, you, you, like, come on. Can I ask you guys, if you would feel, would you feel bad in leading two girls on at the same time? Well, no, we're, like, one's ended already. Yeah. And you started one with a, a, started a new thing, a new fling with a new girl. Um, I know a lot of people, though, to answer this, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that can, like, talk to multiple girls at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I physically, like, not that I wouldn't want to, it's just, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. You couldn't um, juggle that much. Like, I couldn't juggle that much, and, like, I like spending my own time on one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way. Imagine how exhausting that is. Like, I try to make texting. I freaking hate texting. Yeah. Texting is the scum of the earth. <laughs> the scum of the earth. 
And like, I'd much rather talk in person, but I take my time to make texts funny. Mm-hmm. And like, I like <laughs> draft it out in yeah. notes and stuff, of you course. know what I mean? Like, I can't do that to more than two people. That's physically impossible. I take the whole day to send them to Yeah, like I should put that on my resume of how much like... Communication. Yeah, it's like a, a work. Overstimulated, yeah. you can't handle it. This no, is business school students. That's interesting. And I feel like just relaying it back to the guy's perspective, because maybe there is still this stigma of like, you're no longer seeing this girl, you're no longer getting with this girl, you're no longer dating. You, like, it's not masculine, it's not like manly to say, no, I'm still feeling it. Like, oh no, I don't want you to pursue her because I'm still feeling like the effects of it. Mm -hmm. And I think there is still sort of this cloudy, manly cloud over you that, or like it's cologne cologne mm-hmm. possibly but like it kind of forces you to say no like do you man go out you still out. hurt yeah like i cry sure yeah <laughs> like of course you have to say that um but yeah i mean again it's fe- being vulnerable yeah. can you are you strong enough to not be strong enough mm-hmm. yeah. you know and if they're a really good friend they would understand if you're yeah. still hung yeah. up on it um, so now like but uh, another question for y'all is um if you dated someone for over like like your boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend boyfriend whatever if you dated someone for over like a year let's say can your friends get with that person? Off limits. Off limits, right? I think so. I think Done. so too. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, like a year's a, a long time and it's off limits until you get married. And then they And then that friend can do it. And then <laughs> the friend can do it. Yeah. That's you hear us. that friend? Yeah. I'm talking think... to you, pal. I'm talking to you, friend. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's the exact, like, if you think of the other extreme, you, you only get with a girl, you only get with a guy one night. Um, Never talked to them before. It was just like, oh, spur of the moment, classic college kind of night, like one night stand. The the I feel like a a guy doesn't. I I wouldn't care if my friend said like, yo, let me go out. Like I would I would be like weirded out if he asked me like, hey, can I take a run at her? You take a run at her? Do a line of her, man. <laughs> no, no, I, know like, no, I know what you're saying. That sounds saying. like it's like when you walk up to dealer, the car dealership and you're like, can I like drive her? <laughs> can no, I do a test? Yeah. Dude, no. That's like, that's like oh, shoot no. your shot. That's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> shoot your shot with it. But it's a one night stand. It's yeah, like, let's okay. say I had a one night stand. Yeah. Then yeah, I, I'd be weirded out if you asked me. Yeah, exactly. If you asked me, I'd be so weirded out. Do you mind? And I'm like, why are you asking? Like, I, but like, what's the feeling for a, a girl? Like, oh, if, I feel like it's good to to bring it up anyway. So like, okay, you'd still I don't it think up. it's weird to to make you know to double check. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would. I remember even being in high school and this girl that I wasn't close with, but I knew that she had a crush on this guy and he was kind of flirting with me, but mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling it. I still felt obligated to tell her like, hey, listen, this guy's being, you know. I think it really depends also on what type of person you are and yeah, who you're friends so. with. Um, no, that's no, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah. All right, that was an excellent episode. Um, I really, really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much for coming on today. I don't want to take you. up more of your time. No, I'm having a great time. Um, 
Yeah. But I thought, we'll, yeah, no, monumental, first guest, first lady guest, first lady. Um, <laughs> no, but it was like a very insightful conversation and I don't know. It was conversations that everyone, everybody needs to have yeah. more we often. We should, yeah, next time, let's talk about video games next time, dude. Yeah. This was okay, deep. Well, you hear she wants to come back, so <laughs> well, she was entertained. She might be a, a, a frequent co-host, yeah. so we'll see you next time.